Madness has its own ways of representing itself. Well, in sports, you gotta be mad to get yourself into things that not normally people do. I mean, nearly two weeks, 7,646 kilometers of riding and driving over sand dunes, muds and grass and around 300 mad rallies. Yes, we're talking about the Dakar rally that we're going to speak about in this episode of the Sports This Week. But before that, our very own CS Santosh from the Hero Motorsports team had to bow out of the Dakar Rally 2021 at stage 4 due to an unfortunate crash and a shoulder fracture. He was in a medically induced coma, but now he's safe and sound and we should be able to see him coming back to the rally again next year maybe. But that's about it for now of the Dakar Rally. And in this episode of the Sports This Week, we talk about the English Premier League like always, the La Liga, the Carabao Cup, the Indian Super League, the start of the much-awaited Hero I League, the domestic circuit of Indian football, a lot from the India-Australia ongoing cricket test series, and way more from the world of sports. So, fasten your seatbelts, plug in your earphones, as episode 3.8 of the Sports This Week is about to begin. Check one, two, three, check one, two, three, check one, two, three. Are we ready? Oh yeah. Fasten your seatbelts, plug in your earphones. Welcome to the Sport and Attic Network, and you are listening to the Sports This Week with your hosts, Abhoy and Siddharth. And if information on the go is your thing, then just hit the subscribe button for Sports This Week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or just log on to our website, www.sportanatic.com, for all the important information and articles from the world of sports. We are also on social media across FB, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Tumblr. Follow or like our page, Sportanatic1, and support us. We also have an interesting lineup of video interviews on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel, Sportanatic1, and tell us if you think we should add more stuff to make our interviews more interesting. Before we start on with our weekly ritual of the football updates, something for our listeners. You know what? We are... Sorry about the fact that we haven't been able to keep up with the regularity of a podcast. That's one of the hindsights of being a hobby podcaster. Once your work normally gets back to flow, it gets difficult to squeeze in time. But nevertheless, we are still trying hard to maintain our weekly episodes. And yes, maybe on days it might be on a Friday, it might be on a Saturday. But please bear with us and help us grow so that we get some monetization happening with us and we can hire a few people and we can probably professionalize this in a much better manner. But now moving on to our football updates in the English Premier League. Liverpool faced a bitter defeat at Southampton as former Liverpool man Danny Ng scored within two minutes to help his team seal the deal. Coach was in tears after winning the match, while Manchester United defeated Aston Villa 2-1. With goals from Anthony Marshall and Bruno Fernandes scoring from the spot, while Bertrand Traore scored the solitary goal for the visitors. While Everton has been on a losing momentum, it seems, as they went down 1 0 to West Ham at home, and the visitors scored the winner through Thomas Suse. It was Tottenham who were in full form against the high flying Leeds, and they won 3 0 with scores like always for the umpteenth time from the South Korean wonder Song Hyung Min and local boy Harry Kane. And Matt Doherty was shown a red card in the game. While Arsenal have finally figured out 
Two consecutive wins in a row as they thrashed relegation-threatened West Brom 4-0 with goals from Alexander Lacazette, Tyranny and Saka. While the two cities of Premier League, Leicester City and Manchester City, got their respective wins, the Foxes defeated Newcastle 3-1 while Manchester City defeated Chelsea 3-1. Now, as far as the upcoming games are concerned, a host of Midweek games are lined up with Manchester United taking on Burnley on Wednesday at 1.45 a.m., while Wolves take on Everton at the same time on the same day. And Manchester City taking on Brighton at 11.30 p.m. on the night of Wednesday and Aston Villa meeting Tottenham at 1.45 a.m. Thursday morning. Now, moving on to some midweek action that took place in Carabao Cup, Manchester United lost to Manchester City in the Manchester Derby 2-0, jolting a major blow to the informed Red Devils. And Tottenham, on the other hand, defeated Brentford 2-0. And now Spurs will face Manchester City on 25th April in the final of the Carabao Cup. Now, coming to some Spanish football news, which is Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid came through with flying colours, defeating their opponents by scorelines of 2-0 and 2-1. Lucas Vasquez and Marco Asensio were on target for Real, while for Atletico, it was Luis Suarez and Marcos Lorente who scored the goals. Barcelona had a narrow escape away from home at Huesca, winning with the help of Frankie de Jong's solitary goal. They also overcame Athletic Club in a midweek encounter this time around with a 3-2 win on Thursday, and Lionel Messi's comeback was marked in this game as he scored a brace. Now, coming to some important matches for the weekend. On Saturday, it will be Atletico Madrid versus Athletic Club at 8.45pm Indian Standard Time. Granada versus Barcelona at 11pm on Saturday itself. Sevilla versus Real Sociedad at 6.30pm. And on Sunday, it will be Osasuna versus Real Madrid at 1.30am. All the matches will be live on La Liga's Facebook page in India. Now, moving on with some updates from Indian football. And there's a host of them, actually. But the first one being from the Indian Super League, the ongoing Premier League of India. What's interesting to see is that for the first time ever in the history, we see Hyderabad FC moving on to the top five of the points table. Though it's midway still, a lot of journey is still left for all the clubs. But then it's heartening to see Hyderabad once supposedly gifting India with a lot of talented footballers finally coming back to life. Their impressive win over Northeast United is something that probably will be remembered in their recent past for a long time. While it's Mumbai City who lead the points tally with just one loss from nine games and a draw. But ATK Mehun Bagan plays second with single loss but two draws from nine games again. And thereafter, it's Goa and FC Jamshedpur who sit in the fourth and fifth position. But what's probably not the best is the latest entry into the league, East Bengal SC. Though they haven't been able to make it to the top six, but what's more interesting is their fantastic display of the game against FC Goa day before yesterday when Bright and Obakare of Nigeria completely stunned everybody across not just on the field but all across the country and maybe a few who's watching around the world by his mind-boggling fantastic scintillating goal paving his way through five people but then that heroic of an effort didn't go down very well as East Bengal had to settle for a draw against Goa. 
Now coming to some other matches which has led to many more developments in the Indian Super League, one is particularly coming from the Bangalore FC versus Mumbai City match. Bangalore FC, who were always considered to be one of the strongest contenders in the league, went down to Mumbai City 3-1. This loss also led to Bangalore FC sacking their coach, Carl Squadrad. They will have their assistant coach as their interim in charge. I believe, I think from the time that Albert Roca went away from Bangalore FC, it has been a very difficult time for the club itself. Because under Albert Roca, they had a particular style. They have been doing good. They did well in Hero I League. They did well in Hero ISL. And now, finally, when it comes to uh, comes to a new coach, they are not being able to settle. Though they have had some good performances, but it has been mostly a tipsy-turvy uh, season for them. Now, coming to uh, the match between Kerala Blasters and Odisha that was played on Thursday, Odisha defeated Kerala Blasters 4-2. Now, the interesting part about this match is that after this match, Kibu Vikuna, who is the new coach of Kerala Blasters, apologized to their fans for the sorry position of the team this season. Steven Taylor and Diego Marusio were on target for Odisha, while Marusio scored a brace, Steven Taylor, uh, Steven Taylor scored the third goal for them, and Jackson Singh Thongjam scored an own goal, which gave Odisha the fourth for Kerala Blasters were Jordan Murray and Gary Hooper, the famous Scottish striker who scored the goals. Coming to the match that was played yesterday, it was between Northeast United and Hyderabad. Hyderabad stringed a beautiful performance on the shoulders of Haricharan Narjari, the Indian, the Indian winger, defeating Northeast United 4-2. For Hyderabad, it was Liston Kolako who came up with two last-minute goals in the 85th minute and in the injury time of 90 plus 4 to help Hyderabad win the game, while it was 2-2 for most part of the game. Now, with ISL done and dusted, Hero I-League is finally going to start from today itself with a match between newcomers Sudeva Moonlight and Mohammedan, uh, Mohammedan Sporting at 2pm today. Minerva will face Aswal at 4pm and Gokulam Kerala FC will face Chennai City at 7pm with three matches lined up on the opening day and with a new format in place in Hero Island, it is really going to be interesting as to how the whole league, the only league in India which has a relegation promotion system, going to shape up. Now, Amoy, I want to know some things about the new format that Hero I League is following, if you can uh, shed some light on it for our listeners. Well, you know what, the I League, which is the original league of India. I mean, we can be biased about it, listeners, but then believe me, we all love, eat, breathe and love football. And we still believe that I-League still has a lot of competition as compared to its richer elder brother. But nevertheless, moving on from there to the new format of the Hero Indian League. Hero being the sponsors and being probably one of the most loyal sponsors for the development of sports in the country. But then this league, this time has 11 teams and we'll have a very interesting format. In the first round, all the 11 teams will be playing once against each other. And once that is done, the league will be divided in two groups. Group A will be consisting of teams of the top six in the points tally, while Group B will be consisting of the bottom five of the tally. Now, the group B, which is the bottom five, will be now fighting against each other, playing each other once to save themselves from relegation. While the top six from group A will group in to again fight against each other once, but to get themselves that coveted position to represent India in the 
AFC Cup. And points, well, they will be carried forward and there would be no loss in points. But I think that this format, Siddharth, will have its own charm. And this will bring in a much more attacking and much more attractive football being played on ground. Can't wait to see newcomers, Sudeva FC, and the return of one of the Kolkata Giants, Mohammedan Sporting, to Indian football back again. And we both belonging to Delhi. I mean, it's a very, very different feeling to have one of our own clubs from Delhi representing India in the National League. That is completely true, boy. It's an amazing feeling to finally have a team from Delhi in the in the Hero I League because earlier it was primarily Hindustan FC, but they never played when they uh, played after it was uh, the league was reconstructed as the Hero uh, Hero I League. One of the more important teams also to look forward to would be Real Kashmir FC, who won the IFA Shield. They have been in amazing form and some amazing signings as far as the Hero I League goes, and with the limited budget that each club has and the struggles that Kashmir has had to put up with to come this far, I I think it. It's uh, the fairy tale story just continues. Absolutely, can't deny that. And Real Kashmir has probably one of my dearest friends and closest friends from the footballing fraternity playing in them. Not to be taking names, but then yeah, I do have a little bit of a uh, inclination towards supporting Real Kashmir. But then now, as we are from Delhi, a large part of our supports will be for Sudeva FC, and we will be cheering for them. Moving on with the news from World Sports, the United Arab Emirates in the first ever bilateral series with Ireland defeated. The visitors' island by six wickets and an over to spare in the first one-day international of the Abu Dhabi ODI series played at the Sheikh Zayed Stadium. While Ireland scored a 269 from five with the help of an unbeaten century from Paul Sterling. But then his efforts went away as UAE achieved the target with the help of two centuries of 109 from CP Rizban and 102 from Mohammed Usman. While two Another UAE players have also tested positive for the deadly coronavirus. Manchester City owner Sheikh Masoor has bought the first piece of silverware worn by the club, the Football Association Challenge Club, which is FA Cup, or used from 1896 to 1910. The English Football League on Friday said that 112 individuals have returned positive for coronavirus in the latest round of testing. The EFL said as many as 3,500. Seven players and club staff from 66 EFL clubs were tested for COVID-19. Now, considering the fact that the new strain of virus is being found in United Kingdom, more and more virus outbreaks are happening in football clubs. But they have still not given any decision as to whether they are going to stop the Premier League or the FA Cup, or for the matter of fact, the other leagues from happening there. So, considering the fact that the virus has been wreaking havoc in the United Kingdom, Aston Villa has closed their training grounds due to COVID-19 outbreak. But the club has confirmed that Friday's FA Cup third-round clash with Liverpool will go ahead, though many of their players and staff have tested positive for coronavirus. This new strain of virus, Adat, is probably going to create a separate set of havoc, and I'm really concerned about the fact. that we are getting closer to the olympics and is it that once again we will be having the tokyo olympics in doubt moving on from there badminton world federation on friday handed life bans to three indonesian shuttlers for involvement in match fixing match manipulation and betting while at the thailand open men's doubles top seed kevin sanjaya sukamuyo tested positive for covid-19 
and is ruled out of the tournament. Nick Kyrgios has paid the price for a year of inaction over COVID-19 concerns after he was ruled out of Australia's team for the next month's ATP Cup after his world ranking slipped to number 46 following an 11-month absence from the ATP draw. Human rights activists are denouncing FIFA president Gianni Infantino's starting turn in a pro- promotional video for the Saudi Arabian government in which he claims the kingdom has made important changes. The slick three and a half minutes minute PR campaign was posted on Twitter by Saudi Ministry of Sport on Thursday, featuring Infantino participating in a ceremonial sword dance and sweeping shots of palaces in Diria. As football goes through its own turmoils, the Australian Open champion Sofia Kenin reached the third round of Abu Dhabi Open on Friday after her opponent. Kristen Flipkens injured her angle and had to retire. Flipkens won the first set 7-5 and was 5-4 down in the second when she jumped to play a shot and landed heavily on her left ankle, which twisted underneath her. While UFC fighter Irvin Rivera was reportedly arrested on Thursday in Florida for attempted murder of his sisters. According to the report in ESPN, two women of age 22 and 33 were transported to a hospital after being found with multiple stab wounds at Rivera's residence. The report further said that one of the women told the police that she woke up to Rivera stabbing them with a knife. One of them managed to call the police during the struggle. Real Madrid striker Karim Benzema will stand trial after being charged by prosecutors with being complicit in a conspiracy to blackmail his former France teammate Matthew Valbuena in a case linked to a sex tape, his lawyer said on Thursday. Investigators alleged that Benzema was not played for Les Bleus since October 2015 encouraged Valbuena to pay blackmailers in order that the tape would not be made public. Benzema has denied wrongdoing and a trial date has not yet been set. As far as the Indian sports updates are concerned, we first start with Australia versus India Test, which is taking place at the moment at the Sydney Cricket Ground. After being under scare because of the spreading coronavirus and Melbourne being taken as the secondary venue for this particular match, the administration finally proceeded with the match to be held at the Sydney Sydney Ground. While Australia had a good first inning score, where they put up where they put up three hundred and thirty eight with strong show from Will Pukowski and Steve Smith, India only managed to score 244 in response with giving the home team a 94-run lead. In the 244 runs scored by India, it was Shuman Gill and Chiteshwar Pujara who got 50s respectively, while there was a collapse at the end from 195 for 4 to 244 all out. Now, Australia has started with their second innings and they stay at 35 for two with both the openers back in the pavilion. Considering the fact how the tournament is going at this point in time, it is not a surprise that Australia might just have a collapse of 150 runs and India will have to probably chase around 200. And considering the fact how the Indian batting scenario is going, you never know, they might just get out below 100. What's your boy? Absolutely right, Siddharth. I mean, this test, given how we performed in the second test, what we are looking at over here is again, looks like a whitewash. But you never know. I mean, tests are unpredictable. Teams are unpredictable. From a healthy position of 195 for four, who would have thought that 244 all out will be a score that India will be experiencing? So it's too early. But nevertheless, let's hope for the best. Now, moving on from there, domestic cricket finally returns to India after COVID-19 brought sporting activities to halt post-Ranji Trophy in March last year. 
The 2020-21 Indian domestic season will finally get underway with the Syed Mushtaq Ali T20 trophy set to take place from January 10 to 31st. The tournament will be played across seven biosecure venues, which include Bengaluru, Mumbai, Chennai, Varodhra, Kolkata and Indore. The knockout fixtures will be played at the newly built Sardar Patel Stadium in Ahmedabad. The Boxing Federation of India has finally decided to hold their elections and that is going to happen on February 3rd, 2021. In badminton, India's Lakshya Sen will miss out on the Asian events when international badminton gets underway for the first time with the Thailand Open from January 12th. The 19-year-old Sen is recovering from injury and the doctors have advised a few weeks of rest before he can return to the court. Moving on from there, while we spoke about how CS Santosh met with a crash in stage 4. The other Indians participating at the Dakar rally, Ashish Raurane, also had to bow out in the 5th stage thanks to a crash, while Harit Noah is on stage 6 and currently 27th overall and is carrying the Indian flag ahead in the Dakar rally. The Dakar rally has currently finished up till stage 6 and it's Honda who won the stage 6, while the overall winner, is one of my personal favourites, Toby Price, representing the KTM Red Bull team. And let's hope and see what this year's Dakar ends up showcasing. Because this year is the least number of participants ever in the history of Dakar, thanks to the coronavirus pandemic. Moving on from there, India's Commonwealth Games champion Sanjeev Rajput stamped his authority in the men's 50-metre rifle three position, winning the first selection trials here at the Dr. Karni Singh shooting ranges on Thursday. The season shooter scored a total of 1181 in qualification to equal his national record set in 2016. He continued to assert his supremacy in the final scoring, 459.9 points to stay ahead of Swapnil Kusale of Maharashtra, who shot 459.1 to finish second. Akhil Chauran of Uttar Pradesh was third with 445.6 points. While Union Minister of Youth Affairs and Sports, Kiran Rajuju, inaugurated a residential hostel in the premises of the Dr. Karnishing shooting range. The facility has been created at a cost of Rs 12.26 crores and it will be a 162-bedded air-conditioned hostel with attached washroom facility. There also will be an air-conditioned dining area and facilities for sports-specific diet and a separate recreation area for boys and girls. Now coming to some hardcore news from the world of sports business, the 14th edition of Indian Premier League, that is 2021 edition, will no more be managed by the International Management Group, now owned by Endeavour. BCCI has decided to terminate the relationship with the UK-based sports events company IMG. The global sporting giant IMG has been managing IPL since its inception, but the Indian Cricket Board has decided to move on. The perennial problem of the Board of Control for Cricket in India trying to do things their way, at times screwing up things. But nevertheless, the sacking of IMG Global, or probably UK IMG, from the Indian Premier League's management organization can probably be a devastating aspect to Indian cricket. I mean, I have been a part of the coveted tournament and I know how professional are these guys. But then let's hope and wait to see what BCCI has in plan for the upcoming IPL seasons. Moving on from there, Sony Pictures Network, who are currently broadcasting the India Tour of Australia on the network, are yet to ascertain if the series between the two giants of world cricket has been a commercial success or not. While in the meanwhile, they have declared the financial results for the year 2019-20, where they have recorded a drop of year-on-year total revenues. Their profits have jumped almost threefold, 
while in a comparison to the last financial year where Sony Pictures Network clocked rupees 6309.90 crore in the year, the revenues have dropped 7.3% to 5846.20 crores. Construction has started on a 900 million esports facility in Shanghai, which the city hopes will make it to the global capital of professional gaming. Last year, the city hosted the League of Legends World Championship, one of the biggest events in the esports calendar. While Chelsea, who are currently number 6 on Premier League points, tabled with 26 points from 16 matches and lots of bumpy moments in the current season. But their performance on the commercial pitch is still noteworthy despite the COVID-19 bump. Chelsea has reported a profit of $44.44 million in the last financial year despite the economic impact of the COVID-19 pandemic, the Premier League club said. With this, we come to the end of episode 8 of Sports This Week, season 3. But before we leave you guys with some important sporting action to look forward to this weekend, be rest assured, just a reminder to what you should certainly watch this weekend. First, it is the Dakar Rally, which you can watch live on One Sports. The English Premier League is not there this weekend, but there is La Liga, which you can watch on La Liga's Facebook page in India. There is the India versus Australia test, which you should certainly catch on the Sony Sports Network. And with the starting of the next week, it will be the Badminton World Federation's first event since the COVID-19 pandemic. That is the Thailand Open, which you can also catch live on the Star Sports Network. While it will be UAE versus Ireland, the second ODI of the tournament, which will be played on Sunday, which you should certainly catch on Eurosport. Additionally, to watch all your favourite teams from the Indian football scenario playing in the Indian Super League, log on to Hotstar or the Star Sports Network. Why? To watch your favorite clubs from the Hero Indian League, log on to One Sports or the Facebook page of iLeague to watch all the matches live on all days. With this, we bid adieu to our listeners. Keep watching the sport and keep the spirits high. Good night and a very happy sporting weekend. <laughs>